Welcome to the Snarky Harlots Podcast, and we are your hosts, Avery Fires. And I'm Leah Knights, where you can expect the exact right amount of snark for a couple of whores who've been in the industry for a combined 30 years. In this podcast, we will be talking about sex work, life, and everything in between. If you are offended easily, this ain't the podcast for you. An obvious warning for explicit topics ahead. And if you're under the age of 18, please fuck all the way off. Hello and welcome back to the latest episode of Snarky Harlots and I'm Avery Fires and my co-host is... Leonites. Hell yeah. So today we're going to be discussing touring and what exactly goes into it and how chaotic it can actually get. So And it can get really chaotic. <laughs> yeah, as we know because we have just had some fun with touring. I mean, it's cool and everything, but like sometimes shit just goes chaotic. Yeah. Um, We also have the added fun of like, we've almost always gone via public transport too, which is like (laughs) a whole other kettle of special. Oh God. So (laughs) to start with a tour, usually there's a lot of advertising costs. Um, In this episode, we're going to be talking quite a lot about um, just like, costs in general and like the reason why we charge deposits well most people do i do leah does i do (laughs) yeah for (laughs) sure um so to start off with advertising so when me and leah uh to a regional the first major cost is advertising and it has to be done in advance and it's soul destroying it is it sucks man like I miss Backpage. Oh, yeah. I miss when the only website that you needed was Backpage.com. Yeah, look, I mean, because this is a whole different kettle of fish. Like, last time I did any kind of escorting, like, pre-touring with you and that, like, it was more like, like, we we just Backpage. It was free. Like, Mm -hmm. there was no, I had no costs in advertising back then. It was, and then all of a sudden, like, one platform's like, couple hundred bucks and you're just like fuck really really and then yeah I don't know and then getting yeah. like all of the time wasters from like yeah it, it's it oh that throwing money at advertising will forever trigger me <laughs> like, it's never not gonna trigger me and I don't think I'm alone in that like no one likes paying for advertising I'm always sad when I have to send money to, like, any sort of advertising. But, like, to put it into perspective, so when we tour, we tour small towns and usually that requires uh, print advertising, um, which can cost anywhere from, like, $14 for one day to $100 for one day. Yeah. Um, no joke. Yeah, it, so- <laughs> it's always been kind of varied no matter where we've where we've gone the smaller towns that where there's less coverage for the paper usually it's a lot less pricey but if you're say say in like Wollongong or Hobart for example you are spending like 80 to 100 dollars a day no joke and it's ridiculous so print advertising you're looking at a a fair amount of money on that and then Online advertising, like, I've heard everything from, like, $200 a month, like, what people usually spend on, like, a couple of different websites, to 
up into the thousands, depending on how often they travel, you know, how high they want to be on the website. You know, I don't really care about being like the absolute top on a lot of websites. Um, like we have, as long as I show up in the town yeah. in which I am in, like, exactly. Because oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting all of these requests at the moment for a town I'm not in due to a like a stolen ad, which is really frustrating. Because like, man, I really need to work at the moment. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I really need to work, and I'm just like every single requests that like decent inquiries too like it almost makes me want to go to this town because i'm like fuck man i've clearly got a base (laughs) (laughs) it's the same time it is it's like sometimes when i'm like touring one town i'll be getting messages from the other town i'm like dude i'm not even there yet or i was there two weeks ago after you like the day you leave you get like the influx of, hey, are you still in blah blah blah? Like I saw you, I saw your ad, and I saw the dates, but like are you still here? Yes. <laughs> so that's just advertising. So we also had to pay for travel. Yeah. <laughs> because we didn't have a car, and I mean there is costs associated with having a car, but when you're paying for two people to get onto a bus, train, plane, it gets expensive. Whatever. Yeah. Um. And then you also have to deal with the lovely human beings that's on public that transport. That you have to travel and with, yeah. The bus driver, <laughs> like the one oh, we had oh to deal God. with. <laughs> oh, there's that, that dude. Seriously, bus driver quit. Like, dude, you clearly hate your job. <laughs> that guy oh, really hated it. Yeah, he, he clearly did not like his job, that man. He, ne- he mean, needed he services. Like, he <laughs> didn't even let her load the fucking suitcase we had no problems with any of the other bus drivers but this one dude refused to let leah load it onto the the bus bus. because it was a little bit too heavy like it's fine if he doesn't want to lift it but leah we we weren't actually aware of well i wasn't aware of any weight what's neither like we weren't told of anything like and none of the bosses that we had yeah well yeah and i mean it was it wasn't that bad like, I mean, traditionally, your bags are worse than mine. Like, yours, yours yeah. are usually heavier than mine. Um, it's and just, anyway, I don't think I don't think I read it, and I didn't warn you ahead of time to maybe like balance out your baggage a bit more. And so yeah. when we actually got there, and like that actually pulled was, us like, up we had on been it, traveling for like a couple of weeks, I think by this stage, like this was uh, that, was it what Bay? I want to say Bateman's. Bay or something. Yeah, no, it was. We'd been on the on the road for a little bit. Oh no, it was Bateman's. So it was Bateman's, yeah. which it was about a first. week and a few days in. Yeah, it wasn't our first yeah. bus, that's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> and he didn't ask anyone else. We were the only ones, and like, I mean, I didn't throw anything out or anything. Like, I mean, I just moved some shit into another bag and like took that on the bus with me, and so pff, score one. You want to a little bus driver. You want to know a little secret? The bus driver that we had the next day, I mentioned it to him and he's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's a bit of a dick. That's right. He he did too. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the cost associated with touring and dealing with douchebags. But yeah, no, like touring, like 
in New South Wales is especially expensive. Like the price of fucking buses and trains and like the system in New South Wales is also really fractured. So you can't just like get a, a New South Wales regional tour, tour pass or whatever. Like yeah. you can say in Victoria, in New South Wales, you know, you could, you could be on Greyhound, you could be on the South Coast bus lines, you could be like... Yeah, on, right. Uh, so nothing's really mainland. centralized. Yeah, it's chaotic. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and then we got stuck in I fucking... I feel really uh, the time I try and figure that shit out. Is it, yeah. I think no. we had to we had to stay an extra day in... Uh, was it Dubbo or Bathurst? Because there was no, like, availability on the train that we wanted to get on. I'm like, fuck! I think that was Bathurst. <laughs> yeah, I think it was too. Yeah, that um, would have been Bathurst. Because we have a tendency to come home from Bathurst. Yeah. So that was a bit of an, an annoyance. Um, now, all of this kind of like, we're going to put this all together and explain uh, to, as to why um, deposits are important. Because clients love to complain about deposits because apparently they could get scammed. But yeah, so scam scams are always like a thing that can happen. Uh, that's a given. But, you know, me and Leah are established escorts. We've been in this industry for you you almost 20 years now and me 12 years. Yeah. We've got established reputations. Like, we have no reason to fucking steal your money. So the reason why we're talking about, like, expenses and stuff is because, yeah. So the reason why we charge deposits is because expenses are high and we are literally setting time out of our life to work um, usually like pretty much almost around the clock for a lot of workers, like they'll work at any time as long as, you know, it's their tour time as well. Um, so we're literally like putting our lives into, you know, a week or two weeks of touring, um, and throwing down the costs, which can equal between a thousand and two thousand. Oh, I was, um, was it, I was just looking at like the monster, because I call that month-long tour that we did, like the monster tour, and yeah. my expenses for that, nearly five grand all up there for that know. month, Um, so, but we visited quite a number of towns, obviously, and we mm. were gone for like a month, but like that was, that was just like hotels, travel, and advertising, five grand. It gets pretty insane, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, so no, we're not going to some random town without freaking deposits or pre-bookings in that in that case as well. So in some towns, like like I'm never going back to Geelong unless you prepay <laughs> with a deposit. Yeah, pretty much. I managed to convince you to go back there with deposits, but yeah. <laughs> not without them. That's for sure. Thank Geelong. Um, Geelong's the reason I charge deposits. <laughs> yeah. That te- that oh my god we were talking about this in another episode yeah but, sh- but there's always, like there's always that argument of like oh I don't, like well can you would you like to pay a deposit because I'd like to book or would you like to pay a deposit or um no nah, because I'm not sure what I'm doing later see that's like they'll literally say that to you that's like so- no I don't pay a deposit because I don't know like I don't know what I'm doing later so I might just fuck off on you like that's <laughs> like could you imagine they pro- like them saying the same thing at like any other like business <laughs> like booking in to get a haircut like yeah what the fuck <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous and like right. people treat sex workers like we're almost on a holiday when we're touring i'm like no we're here to work it's- we're here to make money 
Oh man, I swear I physically age when I'm on tour. I like we covered this a bit in private the other week, but like I stress out to the point of like, like no. <laughs> I get so anxious like especially at the start of my tour because like I don't know how it's gonna go like if I if I don't do well then I've like I'm gonna drown in debt and like it it scares the hell out of me so yeah touring for me terrifying but at the same time I I do love it (laughs) it's well, it, to me, it's like the most enjoyable part of sex work. I don't like, as people know, I have a bit of a just strong distaste towards major towns. Usually they're full yeah. of like entitlement and dickheads because there's so many more escorts. They can literally just pick another one. Whereas regional, like they don't really get a lot of choice. It's like me, Leah, and maybe like one or two other people in the town. So mm. it's great having that power of being like one of only a couple of escorts in town. So. I've got to say, I really enjoy the, um like when we're in like a smaller area or whatever and say someone's like rude to like say you and then yeah. like two minutes later they text me with the same fucking <laughs> bullshit. I'm just like, ah, no. Right. We, we love calling dudes out for that because oh, yeah. like I think I remember at one point I was just like due to you already being a rude piece of shit to one of my friends I don't think I'm interested in seeing you enjoy your you know self-service tonight <laughs> oh it's always like... I've been on tour with other people and the same thing has happened and we we're always sitting there going <laughs> <laughs> you dickhead <laughs> It's um, it's kind of funny to watch. So yeah, when we're touring, like we can't stress this enough. Deposits are essential to making sure that we can cover costs and that we can pay our bills and all sorts of stuff. Um, so yeah, when you argue with us about deposits, despite the fact that we've got like an established reputation, it literally just makes us cringe so much. Like, there's plenty of clients who will pay deposits. But, like, what is the point of contacting an escort that has a deposit policy? It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to you as well. I honestly, like, I don't think, um, I don't think, like, if they argue at all about paying a deposit, it's like, well, you're not serious anyway. Like, at all. I mean, I've had clients who are serious. They don't want to pay a deposit. I am flexible. Like, if I'm already in a town... I'm a little bit more flexible than others, but like, if you're trying to book ahead, like, you're trying to encourage me to go to a town, like, you're 100% paying a deposit. Mm. <laughs> facts. Just well, that's facts. just it. We had, uh, we had a couple of towns on one of our last tours that we didn't end up going to, and then we went somewhere else, and then I got a bunch of messages for that town, being like, "Oh, I'd really like to come and see you. Are you going to come down?" I'm like. Well, I did put that ad up and said if he's pre-booked, I'd come down, but no one pre-booked, so I'm not coming down. Mm-hmm. I remember exactly what towns they were too. Yeah. Yep. It's always a disappointment because there's some towns that I would absolutely love to go to, um, but they never pay deposits, like Perth, yeah. for example. <laughs> I would love to go there, but like nobody pays deposits. Yeah, so. well, they're always like, because I mean, that particular town I'm talking about, like, I got pre, like, pre interest when I put that ad up. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, cool. Well, I might contact you when you're in town. I was like, but if you don't pre book, then I'm probably not going. Like, you guys need to pre book. If I don't have pre bookings, I'm not going. And yeah, so, and then they would. They'd call back later on, like, when they thought I was going to be there. And it's like, well, 
what do you expect? You've been told. Yeah. Like if if, like you, if you, you and it's not like like I I don't charge huge deposits. Like I really don't. Like yeah, fifty bucks, isn't it? Yeah, I I generally just charge a fifty dollar deposit. Like that's it, fifty dollars. And I mean, that's by the time this goes live, who knows? I might I might up that for my larger bookings. But for the most part, I've found that that's enough to dissuade anyone from just not showing up. Like that's all I'm trying to get past with my charging of deposits. Like I just want them to make a booking and show up to it. Like. I can't have these friggin' tour days where, <laughs> like, I just, I can't sit through a, a, a Geelong episode again. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I'm like, used I to just, it. I cannot. I can't do that. <laughs> Usually I aim to get uh, two pre-bookings per town, um, which I guess a lot of people would be like, oh, that's not really a lot. But I'm just like, I'm happy if the hotel room is covered because um, usually like I'll get uh, bookings on top of that but I've been in places where I've had two pre-bookings I get there and then they both cancel which sucks um, they don't get their deposit back because you know cancellation yeah. fee um, but it always it still sucks because like you're aiming to get those two bookings to cover your expenses but yeah. then they cancel and it's hap- it's happened a couple of times and it always sucks but that's kind of like what I aim for yeah um, and it always, it amuses me as well. Like I get contacted to come to certain places all the time, but they almost are never willing to pay a deposit or like a minimum booking time. I'm like, why are you contacting me in the first place? Like, I'm not going to roll up to Cobar, New South Wales, which is literally like extremely far West, like four hours away from any major town. Like I'm not going to go there for a 20 minute booking. And I have literally had dudes expect that. I'm like, no. Yeah, I've had that crap too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, why? Why? Why are you doing this to me? No. Yeah. So (sighs) another part of touring, which can get quite chaotic, uh, is accommodation. Um, Oh, God. (laughs) The fun stuff. So sometimes with accommodation like I scope places out um sometimes I'll have like a friend who lives there or like uh, a client that knows the area really well who's seen workers at a particular place before so they'll they'll let me know sort of like where the place to go is uh but there's other times where I've had to really get creative with certain places (laughs) I'm not going to go too much into it because um we don't want to share the real secrets but <laughs> there's some times Sorry. where we've literally rocked up to accommodation and we've been like, oh, no, this is this is not good. <laughs> this is not going to work. <laughs> How's this um, going to work? <laughs> so I worked at this one place where the office was literally right across from my room. So they could literally see the, like, the front Basically entrance. Basically anyone, like, <laughs> yeah, anyone coming and going. We've, yeah, we've had a couple of those, hey. Yeah, but we're always pretty sneaky. But this one yeah. was real bad. Like, it was only <laughs> less than 10 metres away from, like, the office. Yeah. So, you know, I'm pretty sneaky. Like, I've always said, like, catch me if you can, bitches, because you never will, because I'm sneaky. Um, But this one <laughs> particular place, I was like, oh, gosh. And, like, I managed to do, do it. I managed to do, like, four bookings in one day because I just – I was on the phone with them going – Hey, just um, just wait a few minutes. Like they're, uh, we'll wait until they're busy, and then they'll walk in like when they're busy, and it's genius. Yeah. So, 
when you contact an escort and when you've got a booking and when you're rocking up to the hotel, listen to the instructions very carefully. And Leah will explain why. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, we don't want to get kicked out of our hotel rooms, basically. (laughs) Um, If you don't listen, shit happens. Yeah, well, I mean, if you don't listen, you might just not friggin' make it into the into the room. Um, we've had like what I know. I know there's like many stories of like people knocking on the wrong doors and and things like that. Um, I'm fairly sure I, I've read somewhere of stories where like clients have like rocked up to a hotel and like knocked on the wrong door, and it's actually been another escort. <laughs> Yeah, so, that's happened to me before. <laughs> it was probably your story yeah, I was reading. It legitimately happened. I was at a random country town and I knew that there was another worker at the same hotel um, just based on, like, observations. So I do kind of, like, sit outside the hotel room at that particular place quite a few times and I was just watching and I observed that there was another worker there, 100%. And I think it was, like, must have been 10 or 11 o'clock at night and I got a knock on my door and I don't get knocks on my doors for no reason and I was like oh shit I'm gonna get kicked out of this hotel oh fuck um and I was like naked so I covered myself and I opened the door and he's like oh I'm here for my appointment I'm like what what (laughs) I don't have an appointment (laughs) turns out it was literally the room next door oh that's funny oh that's it's only ever happened once but it was hilarious um, but another yeah. thing when it comes to discretion is if you are given numbers to buzz at an apartment, don't just sneak your way in Yeah, because that's... you won't be able to get up. Yeah. And then like... you'll just be wandering around like a freaking idiot, like, like a sus person. Like that's even if like what you're doing isn't, you know, illegal or whatever, if you're doing it in Colgo in Victoria. Yeah. We know how I feel about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um. You're not really doing anything wrong, like, until you're, like, walking around like a freaking idiot, like, just wandering around looking like you might just be, you know, looking for a room to enter. That's, it's weird and just don't do it. Please don't do it. Stop doing it, people. Happens way too often. My recommendation is if you are um, showing up to see an escort and you are confused, Call and make sure that you're very discreet about what you say over the phone. Because I've had a dude who was literally like loudly talking on his fucking phone about his booking in my my hotel. He was in reception. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. This was in uh, Mildura. Oh, wow. Mildura, I was on the Vicks side of the border, which. Yeah. And also big town. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was a, it was concerning because uh, he got picked up. Like they literally started questioning him in the hotel lobby and I said look you know what you're gonna do you are going to say oh I'm sorry wrong hotel and then leave that's what I said to him over the phone and I'm just like don't come back yeah straight up just do not come back because that is just completely stupid yeah so that's many dumb <laughs> like all we want is discretion like you guys want discretion you want us to keep our mouths shut about your little sexual indiscretions yeah, that's the thing they're all like oh i don't want to pay a deposit i don't want to do screening because uh anonymity but yet they'll fucking wander around looking like a sus cunt talking on the phone about their fucking sex booking like bro idiot in bendigo fuck oh yeah <laughs> I almost, 
Was he your client or mine? Because I honestly can't remember wanting, like, I can't remember fucking him. <laughs> it was definitely my client. And yeah, you should be glad that you didn't get him. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure he was probably glad that he didn't get me either. Like, fuck. I was mean to that man. And I have no regrets about that. Like, bro, no. Like, oh, I gave him really simple instructions too. It's like, just walk straight there when you see the pool turn around vending machine go up those stairs we're there like it's like this was like what over a year ago i still remember the directions i gave him mm-hmm. like and, i literally like, to him on the phone my friend is coming downstairs to get you um stand by the vending machine and she'll be there in a few minutes and she went outside and this dude was walking around looking as sus as anything oh my god his phone Looking around, going, "Where's the hookers?" And oh my, yeah, lost her shit. Did, yeah, fuck her if I did. Like, we were in a nice family establishment, you know. Like, the only time we weren't in the pool was when there were kids in the pool. Like that—that's the sort of place we were at. Like, it fucked me off to see him like walking around like that, like dickhead. He was a fucking. Oh. He was a douche too. Hey, absolute douche. He was an absolute yeah. douche. Like he. Got into the shower and pretended to have a shower. And the reason I know that is because there was dirt all over on his the towel. towel after I had finished fucking him. I didn't uh, realize he was that dirty because I. He, he did not get me. I would have finished that man. <laughs> you would have chunder blundered on him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I would have charged him extra for it. He actually paid me a tip because he felt like such a dickhead. I'm like, Good. that's right. <laughs> My shaming worked. He paid me a hundred dollars after he'd left, like he was in the car and he'd said, Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. Dude, he should he, be ashamed. He to give me shit for being too much of an asshole in public. Like it pays off. <laughs> it does. Thank you, Liam, for the hundred dollar tip. Because that's who really got it, not me. <laughs> Seriously, like I, he better. Like, well, at least he paid for it too. Like, and the other thing as well, I'm fairly sure he's not making that mistake again. Because, like, I like, yeah. I mean, I was murdering that man through my eyeballs, and I'm fairly sure he fears what the next bitch will do to him. Like. Yeah, like- <laughs> It's fine if you, like, make a little bit of an error, but this guy was just, oh, my God. Yeah, this and wasn't like, just, uh, I'm, I'm a little lost. This was he, a... He was also super no, annoying. Oh, hello, children. Like, that, no. <laughs> like, it was just inappropriate, like, behavior in the... thing. Yeah. He showed up late to the first appointment. I said, no, sorry, I have someone coming. Like, I can't see you right away. And then he did it again. Yeah. And then he finally showed up the third time. Um, and then that shit happened. I'm like, oh my lord, this guy is just, mm, just is not is not all there. There's the light bulbs there, but it's not turning on. <laughs> and he had his mates in the car too. His bros are in the car. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> only one guy can get out. That's why I literally said that on the phone because like, yeah, don't show up with multiple people in the car. It's fucking creepy. Um, and you know, sometimes I might be the only person on tour. And it's creepy to see like three guys in one car, like and they'd all show up for your booking. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, no, I don't want to get literally 1-800... like collecting red flags. Yeah, huge red flags. I don't yeah. want to get one eight hundred fucking robbed slash more. So yeah, don't do that. It's just weird. Um, 
but yeah, there's other random shit that can happen on tour as well. And uh, <laughs> speaking about expenses, this is a not a fun one, but uh, I wasn't on tour with Leah this time, but I was on tour with a friend and my assistant at the time. And uh, my friend's car had broken down uh, at a random location about an hour and 10 minutes out of Dubbo. Uh, luckily, they had signal because this area was particularly well known for having terrible signal. So they managed to text me saying, oh my god, my car's broken down, blah blah blah, there's steam, steam smoke coming out of it. So she'd called NRMA, the insurance peeps yep. for New South Wales, and I was like, okay, I'm coming, like, we'll meet up at the location that you've, you've been stuck at. Because she could be waiting for fucking hours there, by herself, in the middle of nowhere, dark. Yeah. Um. So we'd driven down to this location, and... um. And NRMA actually showed up pretty quickly. So they'd taken her back to Orange, which is about two hours away from Dubbo. So we drove down to Orange. We picked her up at McDonald's and we were on our way back. And the the worst shit that you don't want to see at 3 a.m. happened. A fucking kangaroo in the middle of the road. And I'm like, oh my god, shit. If I know the story, you didn't really like get a write-off, did you? No, it wasn't a write-off, but it was interesting. So it kind of looked like a, a bag or something on the road because it was like all hunched over. And it wasn't until it like started getting up like Godzilla that I was like, oh shit, that's a kangaroo! What the fuck? <laughs> like we were like 20 minutes outside of town, so we'd driven most of the distance to get back. And it was a fucking kangaroo. Uh, luckily, the person who was driving, which was my assistant, uh, was a quick thinker and managed to just clip the mirror. But the Ooh. mirror literally cost, uh, I think, about $450 to replace. Yikes. So this, when just we're touring, <laughs> shit like that happens. Just unexpected yeah. expenses. <laughs> it's not fun. So please don't cancel on a touring hooker. Like, don't yeah. be a dick. If yeah, you have to, much. if you have to cancel on a touring sex worker, don't just give it. Like, like, this is just me. But what I would do is, I would just pay the time that I had booked. Yeah. I think that's what's right. I think that, yeah. I mean, that, and that's, yeah, that's fair. Because I mean, <laughs> not only do they not get that booking, but they've turned down bookings for that that could have otherwise held that time slot. So. Like, not not everyone is a complete dick pig like me, right? Not everyone wants to be high volume, but I don't mind being high volume. Some people will only have space for, like, two or three bookings a, a day, you know, one day one a day or whatever. If you book and then don't show up, and then they've, they've lost that extra income as well. So, yeah, no, nah, if, I, if I was to cancel, I would, um, I would, yeah, I would pay the full time anyway because that's just i'm not a complete arsehole i'm just paid one in public yeah i mean i've explained this to clients before like when i put aside the booking like i'll get requests for the same time um from like multiple different clients and because i've already got a booking um you know i'll turn them down for that particular time and if that's the only time slot that they can get the other guys um you know that's a further like three four hundred dollars that i've missed out on so yeah deposits and actually showing up to your booking is so important and there's so many people that devalue our time our patience 
you know, um, the amount of effort that we actually put into this job because it's not easy. Dudes think that all we do is like literally just put on some lingerie and makeup and then like fling our legs over our heads. Like that oh is not it at all. Let's count all the fucking hard work there is just in that sentence, right? Yeah. I know personally I've got at least two or three sets. It takes at least 25 to 30 minutes to get on that's just yep. the fucking underwear and it doesn't even cover me like then you've got hair and makeup and if you're like me you fucking hate doing that shit and you'd prefer to look like a bush pig rocking up right <laughs> personally if i could show up in my fucking pajamas i would <laughs> of you know <laughs> i would <laughs> let's not lie right i'm very pro pajama <laughs> and as of last year i have yep. more pajamas than real Real close. And then the next part of that sentence, flinging your legs back behind your head like it's fucking nothing. And we do that. And you know why we do it like it's fucking nothing? Because so many of you fling our legs back and then just put your whole fucking body weight. It's completely devalued of like all of the just just all of the effort that goes in. Like it's just. Oh. And then the wasted body after like. Man, like I've had clients like stretch my muscles. Like I've come out of bookings going like where my sh- like I couldn't turn my neck a certain way for a couple of days, or um, like I couldn't work- walk properly because like I've you know pulled a muscle in my groin or something. Like that shit's quite po- like that happens all the time to me. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I think um, just because I've been in the industry for 12 years, I know that everything, everything that goes into it and, you know, we don't do this shit for nothing. Like we do all of the marketing, the advertising paying, the writing up of the ads, the taking of photos, which is not easy by the way, um, to booking accommodation, to having a cover story. So when, when you show up yeah. to hotels, they don't fucking throw you out in two seconds. Like you got to be creative and you've got to be hardworking to do this job. So we don't go to a town in the middle of buttfuck nowhere to sit on our hands and do nothing. So if you're going to make a booking or if you want to make a booking, pay a deposit, show us that you give a fuck, show us that you value our labor and our time. And dude, we will be literally like sopping wet. Like pussy will just be like a lake. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, honestly, I get really, really excited. Like I used to give a discount to guys who would um get their booking booked in with deposit and under four text messages um, I actually had that on my on my advertising um, written, and unfortunately, not very many people got that uh, that bonus, like that uh, discount, mostly because uh, they're incapable of reading an ad to the bottom, which is where my, <laughs> which is where I had that discount. Um, yeah. In the end, I decided to take it off my um, my advertising because I don't believe that I should be uh, rewarding clients for the bare fucking minimum. Like, I mean, no one's no one's going to their hairdresser and having this fucking argument. Like, it doesn't take you two hours to book in with your hairdresser, but somehow it may it takes you two hours to book in with a sex worker. No, bro. Like, I'm gonna come out. Like, I'm gonna suck your dick. Fuck you, and then you're off. Like, that's that does not require two hours of negotiation. <laughs> it really doesn't. And if, if you do, then A, you don't need a sex worker. You need a teacher. And maybe a therapist. <laughs> and maybe a therapist. Like, 
just it just no. makes you dugs so much more like just remember doug yeah dugs mm. are good yeah hi yeah. doug if you're listening hey, you damn awesome. <laughs> still dig your dog yeah <laughs> so yeah um Doug you paid know, a deposit, we, by the way, and prepaid, reach, if I remember correctly. So, <laughs> yeah, be like prepaid Doug. in full. Yeah, be like Doug. Um, in one phone call. So, in one phone call. Oh, and by the way, it was oh, yeah. his first time seeing a sex worker. I'll just point that out. First contact <laughs> with a sex worker, paid upfront. What more than more than a week in advance, wasn't it? it was like. Um, was more because we had not left we had not left Melbourne and he and this was like on our month this was at the start of our monster tour yeah I think he booked in Marimbula yeah so th- I think that was our first Second, real stop yeah first real we, stop we stopped in um Bansdale for one day and then we went to Marimbula and then yeah. we saw him and the funny thing is, is he actually went to the same place that we had uh, dinner. dinner yeah that's right and like and he was we such a legend making him join us <laughs> And like, yeah, it was just lovely. He was like, not a, not a pain. You know, sometimes you just like, especially me. I don't like people a lot. <laughs> Same. <laughs> it might be like, people are like, wow, really? Did not know that about you, Leah. Um, no, I prefer plants and animals. So for me, I don't like spending a lot of time with people I don't know because then you're gonna make small talk and you're gonna pretend to be interested, and then if they've got bad table manners, I've got to pretend like I don't want to throw up all over them. <laughs> But this was not, this was not that. Like he was genuinely just, just nice to be around, you know, just like not a hassle. There was no like pressure to be fucking on while I was digging through my fucking steak and bourbon. Like it was just, yeah, he was just easygoing. Yeah. That's what happens when you're easygoing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, we bitch about dickheads all the time, but what makes this job worth it is the guys who actually are legends um yeah and like to be honest we we don't go on and about the good ones enough because there's so many of them like there's some great great um clients out there uh and that yeah they deserve a good mention definitely but i think i think um part of the reason why we started this podcast is it is a cathartic relief to have a giant bitch about the fuckery. Like, if you are going to show up with a, you know, dirty ass crack or you don't want to pay a deposit and you want to argue with us, then, yeah, we're absolutely going to bitch about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, dudes have a sense of entitlement and just, like, bad attitude when it comes to sex workers and they think that we're not worth it. But the dudes who think that we are worth it, oh, just nuts oh my god (laughs) yeah well i mean i think even in like was it the last episode i think we did with um uh weird wonderful things uh Mm -hmm. it's like nipple twisty dude like i swear to god like i've been seeing that fellow since i was like 18 19 and he makes me love my fucking job like i I adore that man he's just so sweet so easygoing and lovely and also smells like candy i don't know if i mentioned that before (laughs) every time it's amazing um like just these dudes you're just like uh, like okay sex work does not have to be empowering right doesn't require any of that shit to be valid or whatever but like when you have 
like moments like that, you're just like, you don't actually get this level of job satisfaction in any other industry. Like, I just don't think you do. Well, maybe, maybe one or two, but like, yeah. When you're swimming through so many dickheads, (laughs) it just makes your day so much better when someone isn't a complete fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is kind of sad in a way, but it means I value decent people a lot more than, you know, before I was a sex worker. Oh, for sure. Like, I, my level of, like, tolerance for bullshit um, is pretty non-existent and it has made, in turn, like, my level of, you know, bullshittery in my private life um, non-existent as well, which is probably why I'm still single. Hey! (laughs) Like, I just, I don't have it in me to fucking deal with bullshittery. Like, I just don't. Like, fucking, I don't know time for that shit. I got, I got plants to water. Like, seriously. I had wa- a wash. Three like, years in, I think, yeah. Three years in and I was over it already. I'm like, no more bullshit. You are fucking following my rules, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Snarky Harlots and all the trials and tribulations that come with doing touring somewhat successfully. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms we've got uh, snapchat tiktok instagram twitter what else we got patreon we have our patreon um so please come join us over there yeah there's going to be little like uh segments and juicy stuff and bloopers and all sorts of stuff on our patreon and um becoming a patreon it can start at as little as one dollar all the way up to significantly more than one dollar so come and support us yeah we appreciate that so yeah we hope you had excellent listening on this lovely morning 5 30 a.m um and yeah that's it we'll see you next week bye